Welcome to Effed Up Successes, the weekly creative entrepreneur's podcast about failing upwards and navigating the journey of authentic growth. Hi, Lenny. Hi, Rachel. How are you today? I'm, I'm good. Oh, I feel like I say that every episode. That's I'm, good, though. I'm grand. I'm glad I'm catching you on all the good days. Yeah. I give all my good days to you. I love it. Thank you. I You're need welcome. them. I need it, especially today. Today was a, an off It was day. a weird day for everybody I talked to. It was just yeah. like a weird morning. I was grumpy this morning. Yeah. My pottery fixed me. It healed me. That's good. That taco fixed me. The well, taco. I knew tacos. the tacos would fix you. I mean, I literally ate a bunch of tacos last night, unbuttoned my jeans, got here, ate a bunch more tacos, unbutton- unzipped my skirt. My pants are also unbuttoned. Please remind me though, because this skirt is already very loose <laughs> when I stand up. Nobody remind Rachel that her skirt is undone. Well, fine. You know what? It's all you guys are going to get to experience that. So. See, but back in the day, people used to wear like slips under their skirts. We yeah, don't no, get no, that no. luxury. Now no, it's I'm... just like our fabric Well, mine out. kind of has already like a built-in slip. Oh, so, it does. Like, you know, but that will also a... fall down if you stand up. It's all gonna fall yeah yeah i mean i'm wearing underwear today though so you're welcome you're welcome world uh, lucky world yeah yeah anyways what's new with you um not much today's my new work wednesday again Love. week six of that i'm super pumped i'm um, super pumped for the most little beautiful i did i <laughs> some of my first firings like with the glaze came out so i gave rachel this tiny ass little cup I'm i don't obs- there's no function for it um really. i'm gonna put the pot the little plant that you gave okay. me for Valentine's it's a Day perfect it. little planter it's so cute i mean the, yeah. the pot's like double the height yeah. of it but that's okay <laughs> you can find like a tiny little cactus to sit in it i'm gonna put a tiny little or you can put it. maybe it could be a salt cellar or i think i'm gonna i have lots of you little can drink things sake out of it i'm definitely gonna drink sake a little out of shot it glass. i'm gonna drink yeah all of the things out of it it's actually no it's perfect i'm gonna it's a it's a nice little shot glass yeah, no, bourbon. it's perfect. No, it's so cute. I love it. The color actually matches. I just bought pink polka dot hand towels for my house. Cute. I, everything is pink. My ceiling is pink in my upstairs hallway. If you're going to do it, do it. I just, I've never been a pink person. But pink's having like a huge moment. It's not like hashtag pink glow. Hashtag pink glow. I think that's what's rubbing of off on me. Yeah, I like that too. I'm not actually, I was going to wear pink today and then I couldn't find any pink because I don't no. own My pink, pottery so. teacher was like, so you always wear yellow. Uh-huh. And I was uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wow, do. Wow, she own. called you out about it though. Well, because that's a lot of the stuff that I like glaze was like they were in you know, oranges yellows yeah. pinks. So she's like yeah. you just wear these bright vivid colors and i was like yeah i do yes i do are I you jealous like, well then she asked me she's like is this like on trend is it something that like now that yellow is cool i was like no no like i've had this sweater for like four is years is she an older lady not really she's not like oh. considerably older she's maybe 40 maybe she's just trying to like steal your identity maybe, maybe i think like, she's a white female i think she oh maybe what's her name I don't want to do that. Carrie, I mean, so she's an amazing potter. Carrie, Carrie Althaus. I didn't Check ask her, her out. full name, but Check her that's, out. That, that's Carrie's okay. Au- no, she's awesome. I love her. Well, when when you see a woman that's dressed like Linny with the same hair as Linny and it's not Linny, it'll be Carrie. Maybe. No, I don't think Just so. Just kidding. I'm sure she's it was a nice. lovely. It was nice that she was like, you know, observant like I that. It. I love it. I'm actually excited. So tomorrow I'm actually meeting with Alex who throws pottery yes. and I'm glazing all of her stuff because she hates glazing and <gasps> I love so glazing. That's yeah. what I said. She was like, I have like months of glazed stuff or, or fire stuff that needs to be glazed before it goes to fire. I was like, great. I'm done. I'm there. That's I'm exciting. Ready. I'm so I love ready. It. It's so like nice my only to get day. your hands dirty. Yeah. Not think about other stuff. It's the only day I have a break from here until like Mm, I think like November. No, June. I think actually I have a break, so I'm pumped about it. I guess. Yeah. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good now. Ooh. Started started little started a little grumbly. Yeah. I was a little grumpy. 
but just today. I think today is just a weird day. This week's been a weird week. It yeah. was like gray when I left my house. Now it's a little sunny, which is nice. But like, I need the vitamin D. I need the vitamin D. She needs I the need D. the sun. Yes, no, no pun, but also pun intended. Pun very much intended. Parent pun very. Oh, you. So last night I watched this nature documentary called I think it was like Earth at Night yeah. or something. It was amazing. So I was posting a bunch of stuff about animals. <laughs> yeah. And Linny, you messaged me on Instagram and you're like, "Are you high?" Because I was posting all these cool animal facts. You were, but it wasn't just posting. You were posting like you were so excited about zebras forgot about zebras no it's great but like it's definitely something like if you and i were like drunk or having a moment you'd be like oh yeah do you remember these things do you remember giraffes but how crazy is it that giraffes exist with their long and they fight with their necks i know yeah it's nuts and scorpions they do like a mating dance yeah they do the female scorpion actually like stings them well she tests the male for like strength to see if he's like a worthy opponent so i i asked Adrian to arm wrestle me last night and I lost and I was like okay I guess you're, I guess you're my scorpion yeah and then the little mouse that came and ate the scorpion and I didn't Super watch it because I was afraid he was gonna die it is graphic yeah I can't do that stuff this one though I will say if you're a person that sobs like open mouth weeps at nature documentaries when animals die this was actually a good one because okay. there was only like mm, two things that like didn't go well maybe there was like four things but they weren't like they didn't it wasn't super graphic they didn't show stuff and you were kind of rooting for like the other except for in one occasion on one occasion i was like but it's okay it wasn't that bad it really wasn't that bad traumatizing nature docs i remember learning about the queen bee and like what happens to her when it's her time i don't it's insane what do they do what happens they literally eat her they like just tear her apart apart and eat her and like the person that eats her gets to be the new queen bee I actually kind like of love that. Yeah. Does that mean I have to eat Beyonce if I want to be Beyonce? <laughs> yes. I mean. You got to rip off her limbs. What if I just take her? like a little nibble? Just a little. Just like a bite num, out of her num, butt. Num, 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 num. Yeah. Yeah. That'd probably be okay. I think that's fine. All right. Well, She'd probably be okay with that. Hello. I'm the new Queen Bee. Yes, queen, you are. Queen Bay. Anyways, Lenny. Yes. Enough about animals and Beyonce. Yeah. Let's talk about I mean, there's never enough. Else that's super <clears throat> cool. There's never enough about animals and Beyonce, but there's yeah. also never enough about this next guest that we have on. Who do we have on today? I'm so excited. Everyone, I feel like I need a trumpet, like the burp, burp, burp. Burp, burp, burp. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Can you do a dolphin noise too? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, the clicking <laughs> thing that you do. Oh, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> you guys. I like the first one too. If anybody <laughs> needs animal impersonations, please don't find me. Can you make, can you make a zebra noise? I don't know. I don't know what they make. Megan, do you know what they sound like? It sounds like a horse. Are you sure? I think they sound like a donkey, though. Google this guy. <laughs> okay, we're gonna Google in the well, in the meantime. We're gonna uh, we're gonna Google what noise a, a zebra makes. Like a oh wait, here, hold on, I got it. Zebra Just Yeezy. zebra. Hold on, zebra sound. Are you ready? We're all experiencing this for the first time together. <laughs> That's a zebra. <laughs> Impressive. Good. Impressive. All right, guys. Well, with without further ado, and rung in by the sweet, sweet sound of a zebra, I present to you all the most incredible cookie master, beautiful human being, Tiff McCall Hi. of Sugar Rock Studio. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. 
I'm so excited that you're finally here. I'm excited to be here. This is my first podcast. Oh my god! Ever first and last. You nobody else can have her. We're copywriting. <laughs> We're it claiming now. her. Yeah, she lives here now. Tiff, I've actually. Can I just say really quickly? I've been super jealous because I've been gone a lot, and every time I look at Linny's story or Tiff's story, they're like together having We're lunch, together, together brunching, together just like laughing at me and my. So, to be fair, Tiffany and I, Tiff, and Tiffany, if you don't know her, okay, yeah. <laughs> Tiffany and I are like the same human being. Like we listen to the same music, we dress the same. I think we have like we have four like, outfits that yeah, are the same, and we're just like the same human. So I think we just we so feel that's like weird when we're not together. But that's why you should. That's why I should be spending time with both of you Agreed. because I'm yeah. the other half. Well, now that you're back from you, traversing the world, let's just all let's just never leave this room together. Okay, let's all just. Stay I really here. like this room. We have plenty of snacks. We've got some bubbly. You bought all my favorites. I did. Thank you so much. Oh, yay, I feel so, so loved. Good. I'm so glad. We had <laughs> snacks. We had tacos. Billy got us tacos. This this really was a good course correct for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Tiff's here. Yeah. We've got Scandinavian swivers from Trader Joe's, the which best. I actually, I thought. Sour. I, I couldn't. Oh, the sour. Are there regular ones too? Those regular ones, oh. but the sour are The sour are, are really good. I'm so, so glad good. you introduced those to me too. Yeah. Yeah. So we got those. We got some chocolate covered pretzels, which you said it was My like favorite. one of your favorite snacks. I, I'm, that, that I think that's so fascinating. Sweet. So fascinating to me though, because you do cookies every day. So that's exactly why I don't like cookies. I <laughs> figured. Yeah. I can't eat cake or no, cookies. No, I love cookies, but sugar cookies I could, I could do without. I, I, I could imagine since you're surrounded by them. All I'll day. go like three months and then I'll I'll have one that's just a straggler from a set that's mm-hmm. gone out. And mm-hmm. I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to eat this. And I'll dip it in coffee. And I'll be like, oh, it's always so a good. sense of wonder because it's right. been so long. Yeah. Like, oh, my cookies are actually so yeah. good. Yeah. And they, and they <laughs> are so that. good. They're so good. We were just talking about that before I think you got here, Tiffany, Megan, and I. And we were talking about how, like, there are plenty of people out there that can make sugar cookies. Number one, you guys just – you'll need to go and check her out. We've, we've talked about her before. She sponsored an episode before. Her work is – flawless it's super beautiful but the cookies are actually really fucking good so good (laughs) which like but they're works of art they're works of art and so you feel really guilty eating them right like she made some for finn's birthday and i was like i can't eat my kid in this little fox costume oh my god (laughs) that was so but i did because they're so good those are probably in the top five of my favorite cookies ever yeah they are wow they're so cute that's strong now I understand. So like they're really good. So I there's obviously there's a reason why like you have such a big following and people love your work. That was so that was so important to me when we decided that um when I say they, I mean my husband Peter, who is a chef who helped me develop the recipe of the cookies. We probably spent like a good two months trying all the different recipes, tweaking the one we had, going from is it better if it's rested in the fridge? Is it better if they're rested in the freezer? Do they last longer if you do this? I mean, it just took forever. So to land on a recipe that we're both really happy with and that people like, because everybody's preference on a cookie is so different. Sure. Some yeah. like them um, crispy and buttery and some like them um, soft and crumbly and it's everybody's different. So you don't really know. Mm-hmm. Yours are like what general crowd pleasers. They though. are really good. So good. And they're flavored, you know, to it's some all extent. The <laughs> I, lo- I mean, listen, sugar part. and butter are two of the best things in the world. Yeah, my so. body is literally it's basically made all by that. butter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, butter is my favorite food. Well, I do, before we dive into all of our good stuff, I mean, I think you need no introduction. But for those of you who live in Iraq or in Siberia or somewhere, or Alaska, or Alaska, which is the worst. Why do you have to be the worst, <clears throat> you guys? Alaska is the absolute 
worst place. We had like a 20 minute conversation about like how terrible, how it is. crazy Alaska is. But we was didn't it? get it all out. No, no. it's <laughs> just, it's, it's literally the worst. And listen, if you're from Alaska, I'm sorry for you, but congratulations <laughs> on surviving. You're either a victim or you're one of the bad guys. That's just how it is in Alaska. There's no normal people. Or you're a grizzly bear. Or you're a grizzly bear, which is actually, I feel like That's a victim like, because you're around the people. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. Agreed. But anyways, um, Tiff, can you tell us a little bit about you and your company and your history and just all about what makes the incredible you? So we are a hand-iced cookie company. Um, for the last five years, we've just been doing custom orders. But this last year, we started opening ourselves up to seasonal shops. Um, so now we have a whole bunch of pre-designed cookies that you can choose from seasonally to gift or to eat yourself. That's oh, fine, too. I'm so obsessed. Um, and I, I just love that so much. The audience is so different. So to have that... Um, kind of different realm to dive into is so much fun. Plus you get no one speaking into the design. So it's completely mm. you. The only thing that speaks into it is the fact that like they have to be designs you can streamline because you're doing sure. volume, which when Ooh, you're yeah. doing custom orders, you're not doing volume. Sure. That's amazing. Um, but that's really cool. So we want to be shipping the seasonal shops this year. <gasps> yes. The that's oh such a big goal. Big news. Yeah. It's super scary, but... So we're that. test shipping now, but it's still. Oh my god! You can just ship like a hundred to me. You can test ship to Charlottesville. That's a good. Yeah. You know, I'm. A I'm good not even that far, but just market. put them in the mail. Yeah, I'm. I'm shippable. <laughs> I'm shippable. So I want to know all about the name and how you came up with the concept of it because we actually, Funny if you don't, story. if you don't remember, <laughs> a couple years ago we were in Paris, mm -hmm. and I remember that's when at least I first heard the inklings of this. But this is something... you didn't like it. Do you remember? You were like, <clears throat> mm, I like Sugar Studio better. <laughs> You're we probably had, right. We'd had You're a couple totally glasses right. of wine. So the truth well, You also thought that the wall was sizzling. So yeah. we were both a little... We, <laughs> we were half in the, the bag at that point. What? It was the it was, sound from the kitchen, the we think. Yeah. It was such a we small this, room. This fabulous little like underground restaurant in Montmartre where the, like, the chef was like outside in a hoodie smoking a cigarette and then walks in <laughs> takes his hoodie off and we're sitting there and he's like in his chef's coat and he goes I'm the chef and we were like this is the best day ever <laughs> and we just had a bottle of wine and it was amazing but you know, so prior to that you were telling me about it and you're totally right I probably did I say, shouldn't like, put that on you, you, did, you I, I was also like you love me very much and I don't think you'd ever be like I was also sick name. remember because yes. I thought there was mold in my hotel room and I was just it was a whole thing and it was but cold but also I really I think at the warm. time that I had talked to you I just kind of like felt like this is what the name should be yeah so I probably didn't deliver it with much it was confidence. the it was the beginning of so this is why I want to know now what the confidence because I feel like when you first told it to me I was like okay like explain that concept though yeah. and you kind of said like oh like bold colors and things like this mm -hmm. but you're right I don't think that it was a fully formed thing so I would love it's to taken now on so many different heads now that sometimes it's hard to isolate like where it actually started but literally I tried to trademark Sugar Studio, which was the name of my company before Sugar X. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of the many phases I've worn as <laughs> my company name. I love it. Uh, we'll get into that later. Um, but I was changing it from Sugar Studio. I was trying to get it trademarked because we knew we wanted to eventually, like within you know one to two years, get into cookie cutters and potentially ship. And so once you open yourself up to a national market, mm -hmm. you want to make sure that your name is protected. So I tried to protect Sugar Studio, and I could not. Um, and so I found out that I was going to have to change the name, and I was gutted oh. over it. I was so sad. Um, That's crazy because it's like your identity for years, right? right? Yeah, well, I'd spent two years. So just the nature of Sugar Studio was coming out of a partnership that didn't work out, which was two Sugar Studio, and then it became Sugar Studio. Simple math, really. Sure, yeah. And so I'd spent two years really trying to, like, 
more than amp the business up, amp myself up yeah. to be ready to do it again. And so I poured so much into those two years and we had so much success in those two years. So I didn't think that I was emotionally attached to the name until someone told me I couldn't have it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I wanted to be able to make that decision for myself. Sure. Um, so <laughs> my my trademark attorney was like, how about, you know, pink box cookie bakery? And I was like, oh my pink God. Pink box yep, yep, cookie stick, bakery. Stick to, stick to trademarks <laughs> and right. attorney things. So I remember Peter and I were just kind of like hashing out these names, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Sure. And I, so whenever I get into like kind of a creative, my creative crazy headspace, um, I've done this quite a few times. I actually grab like full sheets of parchment paper and I tape them to the wall of the studio Ooh. and I grab a Sharpie. I don't have a whiteboard. A whiteboard would be much more convenient. Um, and I just grab a Sharpie. I start writing on the walls. There's something kind of, um, there's something on a mental level that happens when you write on the walls. It's like you're breaking rules, yeah. right? So I was like, okay, I'm going to start thinking of names that like maybe aren't safe, maybe aren't what people expect, maybe are a little unconventional. Um, and so just the, the method of writing on the wall helped me kind of get into that freed space. Mm -hmm. And Sugar X was one of those names. And everything else was like, again, like, it's almost like a, a running faucet, right? Like like an old faucet. You have to let the bad stuff come out. And then eventually yep. it starts to get better. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, that's such a good that's analogy. That's a great analogy. Process. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and so it's like, okay, we've got to live through these really bad names. And it was like, you know, to simplistic to Tiffany's cookies to do I want my name in it to Tiffany McCall hand iced cookies um, Ooh. <laughs> and it hey. was just, you know it totally changes the vibe and the branding yeah, feel yes. and everything so I was looking at everything and I was like nope that's not what I want to be nope that doesn't feel right nope and then kind of like in the middle of a page really small with sugar X and Peter has a pet name for me it's T-Rex Cool. And do you have little arms? <laughs> I do, I do. Oh my god, I love no, that about I don't you. Have little arms. <laughs> Guys, for everybody looking right now, she's just forearm and hand. There's yeah. nothing else there. She's so I adorable. I only have two fingers on each hand. <clears throat> yeah, and they are claws. It's I never noticed that before. That must be really hard to ice cookies that way. It's really. I don't mean to, but when people are like, "Oh, what's the name of your company?" I'm mm -hmm. like Sugar X, and I do the. The I fingers. love that. It's Sugar Rex, like, so you know I'm a T-Rex. That's adorable. Um, <laughs> You're so cute. But um, I just, I was coming out of a place again from having to kind of reinvent myself mm -hmm. and realizing that a lot of the choices I'd made in the four years prior to Sugar X coming into fruition were very safe, very wallflowerish, um, very comfortable, very fearful, and when I saw Sugar X, I was like, that is not a wallflower name. I love That's that. That's something I have to grow into. That's, that name scares me. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, let's do it. You know, it's like, it's sort of sweet. It's sort of savage. And I love that. I, I just didn't love the idea of being something that was too cute. Yeah. Because that's not who I am. And no pun like, intended, but like very cookie cutter. Very cookie cutter. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, um, but I'm, I'm so here good. all night, that's folks. So yeah. Good. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll never be like, you know, cherry on top cookies you know or something yeah, you know, yeah. I, I would it's just so not me I'm, no yeah I'm I have my sweet side for sure but I I'm definitely you've got some character for sure yeah, I <laughs> love know? it I like to stir shit up so I love it as someone it that like, traveled with you I can yeah. tell you absolutely in the best yeah. way possible <laughs> there's just you know when it, Peter and I were sitting there talking about it I was like there's just something kind of that I appreciate about T-Rexes even though we haven't adopted it into our branding because it's not I'm not making dino cookies. That's not really what's happening. But sure. I, but just the the embodiment of you can only be what you are, right? Yeah. Like you either 
like a T-Rex or you don't. I like love it, it. it can't help but be who yeah. it is in yeah. the midst of everything else. I think that's really hard to do today. Yeah. To be who you are in the midst of I love that. everything mm. going on around you. Yeah. I love that. And I actually, so as someone who like was apparently a hater of the name before, which I didn't, I don't oh remember, gosh. but now I feel I didn't really mean bad. To put that on you. No, 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 no. I think it's great. <laughs> I actually kind of love it now because for a couple of reasons. Number one, T-Rex is like the king of the dinosaurs, right? And you are obviously the queen of cookies. Like that's just <laughs> in my world and everybody in this room. That's the truth. Um, but also I love how you talked about growing, like growing into the name because mm-hmm. it really is like when Google was being called Google, there was like a bunch of other renditions that people were like, what? None of these you make mean any sense. ask Jeeves. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but they had all these other weird names and like even Google was like a weird name. Right. But now right. of course it's a literally like the, the one name you can list, you can say anywhere in the world and people are like, oh yeah, it's Google. So I love that the name recognition for you, of course, because you're going to be top of the top. I mean, I think you already are top of the top, but for you to basically be like, oh, it's Sugar Rex, it's going to be such a um, household name that's obviously synonymous with your amazing cookies and your incredible cookie Thank cutters you. and everything else. So I love that. Yeah. And I think too, when um, you talked about like the fear of kind of growing into it, it was something that made you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I remember, gosh, like this must've been a couple of years ago when I was in your studio. Is this when you were telling, I would think I was asking you about what your yeah. name at the time so, had meant. So fun fact, and we'll get that to a second, into a second, but um, Tiffany actually was the reason why I rebranded. So she, she motivated me to rebrand because I sat, I was in there talking with you and I think we were planning out maybe Finn's birthday or um, maybe it was before that even because um, you were like, I want to show you something. People haven't seen this yet. And you pulled me back into your studio and you pulled up your website and I had no idea that you were rebranding and I fell in love with this and you're just like, are you sure? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about (laughs) it. Like I took these photos. I love it. But I'm nervous about this and, you know, you told me your name and like, I loved it. Um, it was such a big change from, from Sugar Studio. Yeah. Um, the look too was so different. It was so different and it's so much more you, I mm-hmm. feel like, and it's fun and Definitely. vintage and retro and just, it's just, it's you. So when we think of Sugar Rex, like automatically I didn't have any trouble switching over from Sugar Studio to Sugar Rex with you because it just... It just it felt like it right. was a little bit more honest portrayal yeah. too of the person you know. Yeah. And so then we sat there for, I don't know, a really long time talking about <laughs> rebranding and the fears As of it. Do. And you were just like, I mean, if you don't like what you're doing, just change it. Don't and do I was that like, yeah. fucking huh. A. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess you're right. And I went home and I told Billy and I was like, I don't want to be LNL events anymore. I want to change my name. Like, But you also had, had such a clear idea of what you did want. Yeah. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. just like, you know, cause sometimes when you have those conversations with people, all you can identify with is what you don't want to do yeah. anymore. Yeah. But you haven't really evolved to a place of knowing what you do want. Mm-hmm. And that comes. Yeah. But you were already there. You were like, oh, I just love color and I love this. And I'm, yeah. you know, so much of your old value system wasn't serving you anymore. Right. That it was so obvious that all you needed was someone to like kick you in the ankle and yeah. be like, just do it. Because yeah. you like can do it. Like a scooter right into the ankle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it was possible. so nice. And you did. And yeah. that was like, dude, you're going to launch this before I even launch mine. And you did. And I did <laughs> I very haphazardly because I was, but I was just like so excited and like, you just instilled this fire in me. And I feel like it takes a, I mean, 
it takes a lot for people to do that for me because I and it's nothing like you two guys like you sitting here you two have changed my business so much and for the better yeah. and like my personal <laughs> like my just my me as a human for the better so I think it's there's such a big following and then you know kind of like a buzz around you because people just love you and they flock to you and they love your work and yeah. you know seeing you go through such a vulnerable change I think has inspired a lot mm-hmm. more people than you probably even know oh, not to put you on the you. spot no so, so. not to fangirl I'm totally yeah. fangirl you know, oh my you god I, love I fangirl over her every day I know it's insane like, I, I know her I know that girl I know her it's crazy she made me cookies we hang out yeah. I need to travel with you guys every day um <laughs> you are invited to every single trip I have coming with up with that so. I feel like I need a drink I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. I feel like since we're talking about already it's time to pop the bottle Megan do you want to do this since I like ripped it I have a blanket would you like a blanket literally last time I opened a bottle in here I've been doing it wrong for what the last two years at weddings I'm like man do people sit there and watch me I'm sorry do you open bottles what's the wrong way to do it champagne at weddings well so you shouldn't just pop it off like that because unless you're if you're celebrating then sure do whatever (laughs) you shouldn't do that that's what you should do So Megan almost lost an eyeball. Does everybody have their eyes? I you love that literally. I felt it. <laughs> my face. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <sighs> I love. <laughs> we just screeched so loudly that our computer we died. Broke we computer. broke the computer. Yeah, so it's okay. Back. We're back now. <laughs> I love how literally I've, we were explaining how not to do it, and then that explosion no, I, happened. I, I was going to say, I was like, I think I set that up because I said, how do you not do it? And then Megan was like... <laughs> Meg was like, well, this is how you don't. No, so remember I told you before that sometimes if you take the cage off, if it's pressurized, the, it will just pop off. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I told you. So, yeah, you can't just, like, pop it because then it just explodes like that. You usually have to grab it some, with a towel. It's You're supposed to actually twist, twist it. it. Yeah. 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 Twist the bottle, not the but cork. Mazel yeah. on that note. Mazel pour it up here. Um, Can you ASMR it, please? Yes. I'm yes. going to hand this through you. didn't make as, as I hear the I hear the hear the, the, fizz. the fizzy yeah. bubbles the fizzy bubble fizzy bubbles so we are drinking from the beautiful champagne coops that Tiffany got Rachel and I for Christmas so cute anthro I love them they're like iridescent they they're look beautiful. like you would have some pinup like dancing in them. I would go back and get some for myself too, but I haven't yet. But now, so you and I, I will have to go back because so I would like a complete set. They're, yeah. they're my fave. <clears throat> anthropology so is such a dream. Every time I go into a new anthropology, I'm just like, it's so oh. nice, like very thoughtful. They're, like their styling, their yep. their whole just the entire store design is in the window display. They care about the pleasant. customer experience. <clears throat> they do. They truly I love do. Love it, and then they curate the most adorable stuff. So oh how God. can you hate it? Yeah, right. When I was in. Boston last year I went into the one there and it was just, it was like Christmas time but they had like like orange and white Beautiful. tones and I was just I love like that. Nice no and one, warm. yeah nobody thinks about these I was like oh so if I ever need inspiration just go to anthropology yeah and I actually know I've known a couple of people they all worked at anthropology doing like window display and like that. design and it's so cool to hear like their process on yeah. that and like they do a lot of um like smaller local people that they bring into their store. So it's not just all mass produced and Mm -hmm. mass market. Like a lot of it is actually local grown, which is, it's so nice. Oh, it's so cool. You need to get some Tiffany cookies in there. <clears throat> yeah. I, I actually talked to them, the one of the managers of the Reston Town Center location about doing a pop-up. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, we're probably going to try to do something around wedding season where we yes. can, like, customize bride's names. 
on their stuff. I love that idea. Yeah. Obsessed with that. I'm, I'm like, I will in. do anything you want because I'm obsessed with your store. <laughs> right. Yeah. And this last Christmas, their whole like pom-pom design oh ornaments. I was like, what do you I do with these installations? I have one in my office right now. <laughs> do you? I do. I was like, what do you do with this installation yeah. at the end of the year? Because I will buy it from you. The one at Russell was so, so cute. Like the one on the outside. Yes. I was like, can yes. I just like touch this wall? It's oh so my cute. God. And the best part is like somebody's actually hand making that stuff. Know. You know, it's so nice. I'm obsessed. We like you, Anthony. Sponsor us. Anthropology. Yeah, let's reach out to them. Megan, Megan, get on it. (laughs) Megan, tell Anthropology to sponsor us immediately. Um, And then also uh, find out why Montel's not returning my calls. Thank you. Um, Anyways, back to you, Tiffany, which I feel like you are like the anthropology of cookie makers. So I'm really obsessed with you. No, we're not. We're really not nice people. I'm not a nice person. (laughs) Lenny's a nice person. I'm not nice. I'm just honest. It's called balance. But we have lots of stuff to talk to you about because not only, of course, do you run this amazing, successful cookie business, which I think we could probably talk about for ages, which we will probably on another episode. We're going to have to have you come back, obviously. Because you're not leaving. So. No, yeah, that's right. We're going to be in this room forever. You're not going to so. be able to get rid of me now. I was like super nervous coming in and now I'm just Isn't like. Isn't it nice yeah. though? It's like Look a little conversation. The, like, yeah. the pink glow. The pink glow is so soothing. super it soothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Feels, mm-hmm. Yeah. And once we get anthropology to, to sponsor us, it's just going to be full full of anthropology <laughs> stuff in yeah. here. So you'll never want to leave. That's right. Um, we'll have a bed for you perched above, above Perfect. us. Um, so I, I do want to talk about um, a little bit more about social media and content creation because mm. you are someone who you take all of your own photos. Is I that do. correct? Mm-hmm. So, which is incredible because if you look at your feed, it is so gorgeous and it's so cohesive and it's so professional looking um, that I, I just think that a lot of people don't know quite how to do that or basically they, maybe they're just not as inspired or they're just not as confident in it. So have you, were you always planning on doing that or is that something where basically you were like, this is a strategic thing or this just kind of happened? Even now when people ask me, like, what was the one investment you've made in your business that made the biggest difference? I always say photography. And the reason from that and coming from the marketing and PR background is I really care about how things are presented. Mm-hmm. Um, I think perception is everything. Sure. Um, and it's a little bit tricky now because social media is moving into this place of really moving away from big brands and wanting transparency and more intimacy in the conversations that are had there and the work that they perceive. Um, There's more interest in being part of a greater storyline than just kind of checking in on people and what's new and being sold to constantly. I mean, it's exhausting. So I'm trying to be a little bit more vulnerable in my space, but still keep the quality of the content that I put out there. So that's kind of like my 2020 challenge. love that you Mm -hmm. bring that up. Yeah. Because I think, you know, it's not just like, uh, there's so many good pictures that you can take with your iPhone. I have a camera because I love photography almost as much as I love cookies. So they're like my two, my, my little art forms just run side by side. Um, I don't do photography to build my business. I do photography because I actually really love food styling. I love I that. really love like that whole process of, you know, organizing a flat lay or finding colors that are going to marry well with the cookies. Like I, there is a part of me that can kind of separate from the artist of these are the cookies I'm making into this is a product I now need to sell. It's like two separate hats I wear. I love that. So it's it's really cool. I like being able to tap into both. I know scalability-wise, I can't always take my own photos. Sure. Um, I need to be able to hand that off. Social media, it's, I'm eventually going to have to hand that off. But right now, it's I'm in this really good spot of being able to still do that for myself. 
And Rachel's still dying over here. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Um, I love being able to do that for myself still because I feel like when you see a Sugar X post, you're like, that's Tiffany. And bringing it back to like your point on vulnerability, I just had a call with my my business coach who actually will be a guest on our podcast and I'm super pumped about it, Kristen Kalp. Um, And I feel like I was kind of, and we'll get into another point that you actually were going to talk about with you here, but with vulnerability, I feel like um, I have reached this point where like there's not much else for me to do except to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and allow people to see me for who I am. It's not so much about like what I think people want to see from me. It's more about like just showing them who I am. And Kristen was on the phone with me and she's like, we're at that point where like you have pretty much done everything you can in your business except be vulnerable. And if you're looking for that growth and that genuine connection, that's what you need to do. Yeah. Um, so do you feel like Sugar Rex is kind of your more vulnerable side versus like the past? Like, do you feel like this is much more you and you're able to kind of be vulnerable because you're in the right space? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, definitely. I'm definitely moving more towards that. I'm getting more comfortable being uncomfortable with that vulnerability. I think there's just a couple principles that I always put on myself because there's so much now content that's out there where people are being really transparent. And there's a fine line you toe when it's like, I want to be honest and authentic, um, but I'm also selling a service and I have a business and I want to be perceived as reliable. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I don't think necessarily that people going through real life, whether those are highs or lows, necessarily hurt your business when you're sharing them. I think you just always want to end on a high note, right? Like we don't want to put the responsibility on the viewer to manage our emotions. Mm -hmm. We want to be like, we did this thing. It was hard, but we solved it. Here we are. We're back on top. You know, like you always kind of want to end with like a, and scene. Everything's fine. Everything's okay. But when you just kind of put it out and you're like, I'm wrecked today. Nothing's going right. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh man, we are just, we have so much stuff thrown at us all Mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. And then managing ourselves. Right. is a whole job. So. That's asking a lot of other people. So let's be vulnerable and authentic, but let's also inspire people with how we manage that well. I love that. I think that's super important. Otherwise, I think think it's just a drain. You know, you get the people who are just like, treat it like it's their dear diary post oh yeah and I mean first <laughs> I mean, of all if if it's longer than 12 lines I'm probably not reading it unless oh, I really yeah. like you yeah yeah um yeah. and then Ooh. if you're someone who's happy to end no but if you're ending on a sad note like if there's mm-hmm. nothing there's no inspiration or good feeling or positivity that I can sure. pull from that I'm even more less likely to read it yeah and less likely to probably read <clears throat> posts in the future right, right. I feel like that happens yeah. a lot where people are just and there is such a thing as being too vulnerable, I think, oh. right? It's not even well, being even, vulnerable. It's like <clears throat> I think it's inauthentic. I don't think it's yeah. vulnerability. I think there is exploitation. Yes. So yes. I'm a bit. I'm. I'm get super annoyed when I feel like someone is exploiting a trauma or crises that mm-hmm. they or someone they know have experienced. Yes. To then get more likes on Instagram or followers or yes. responses on Facebook or whatever. Because I think exactly like and you I said. I'm just, exact. I mean, I'm just with that. It's almost like what I'm saying in terms of like, it becomes a pattern, yes. right? Yep. So you, they understand that they can get a certain level of attention back from right. that. So they keep doing it. Yep. But for me, that's what exhausts me as a viewer. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to see you start like owning it. 
Yeah. Like, it's just like when you're with people, like friends of yours, for example, like we, I think all can probably talk about that one, like toxic friend that we have or have had that like nothing is ever going mm-hmm. right. It's always something that's terrible. And so every time you bond with them, you're bonding over like a tragedy or mm-hmm. like something they're just super bummed out about. And like the amount of energy it takes to kind of experience that and sympathize with them is a lot. And I think to a certain degree, even the people that we're, we're engaging with on the internet, on social media and everywhere else, we're still giving a part of ourselves in that way and that, and feeding that negative energy, which is crazy. Yeah. And exacerbating like patterns that just are not sustainable for the person who's posting either. Yes. Yes. And so you talked about basically like adding value in that realm. Always. So I I think the number one thing that you hear about posting on social media is consistency and consistency is king. But if consistency is king, then adding value is queen. I mean, you just like... Which is way better anyways. It's so, it's so much better. So I actually got to a point with my business where I was only posting like, I think my average last year was once a week, which is pretty, that's not a lot. Yeah. I mean, when you're constantly hearing from people like, hey, you need to be posting every day. You need to be posting mm-hmm. every day. If you have nothing to say on Tuesday, skip it. Yeah. Like, it's just not worth it. I love I, that. That's good for your own mental health over your social mm-hmm. media algorithm mm-hmm. figures. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just start to feel like when you do post, you are adding value. I think that does so much for the person mm-hmm. um, rather than feeling like I'm putting so much so revenue into paid posts into to promote something that you're not even really standing behind. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Um, so I just, I got to a point where I'm like, okay, I want to post more consistently this year, but I'm not going to put it on myself to post every day. I love that. I love that too. Cause I, I feel like I've even noticed when I'm clearly just posting something just to kind of keep up that repetition of daily, right. you can tell when <laughs> engagement is low because I'm just, I'm putting it out there just for the sake of putting it out there. Not because I want to send a message and not because right. I'm trying to tell a story or trying to actually like speak on something. I'm just like, oh, got to post every day. And you can always, always tell when people do that because it's just like, it's not that interesting. And you're like, oh, you said the same exact thing last week. I don't Mm -hmm. really care about it. So I think that's, that's actually such a good point. We talked about, um, we talked about this before about social media, about how if you don't have like actual decent content to post, giving people the permission to just say, don't post it. You don't have to, especially with how the, the algorithms change from day to day. Like right. you're supposed to post three times a day. You're supposed to post once every other day. It's like just post what feels good to you, which is what you should be doing anyways. And yeah. you will reach that authentic market. You'll you'll achieve authentic growth and you're right. actually going to engage much better with your with your audience that's right. going to see you as, as like a true real human being right. behind the nine squares. Right. And I mean, let's just get really honest <laughs> with ourselves about why we're posting every day. I mean, are we looking for additional likes? Are we looking for the additional hearts on each post? Um, Mm -hmm. That's fine. But like, why are you doing that? Is that like an emotional helping you build yourself up kind of thing? Or is that a, these are actually turning into sales? Yeah. Yeah. Are they actual leads? I Um, love that. And if not, like, well, maybe be focusing on your email newsletter list is yeah. really important. Maybe not as that. cool and nobody sees it except for the, you know, 200 to 1200 people you have on it. If you're just starting, like yeah. not a big deal, but that's 200. your, that's your, mm-hmm. <laughs> how do I, can you give me tips to grow my, yeah, I mean, my I, so my I'm on your email list. list. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Mine's, I mean, I'll just be totally honest with you. Mine is, um, just under 2000 and, it's, I mean, I've been growing it for like four years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's by all, you know, 
metrics is probably not that big by comparison to most people. But do you know what it looks like when a thousand people order cookies? I yeah. think it's when incredible. When 50 people order cookies? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, right. I don't need to sell to all 2,000. But I mean, but that just alone. I remember I you just had a cookie class. Right. Oh, so good. Your girl is not even on your <laughs> newsletter. I had no idea that you were having a cookie class. And it was sold out within like, what, a couple of hours? Hour. It was 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah, believe it. Just from your newsletter. So Just there's power in that. And I know that Jenna Kutcher, regardless of how you feel about her, she talks about how you shouldn't – what is it? Don't build on borrowed land. Yeah, absolutely. And so like Instagram, it's really great to put all of this effort into it. But like Diversify. email will always be email, right? Mm-hmm. Until it's you know transformed into something else. But Instagram is not – probably always going to be as in the moment, Mm -hmm. you know, as it is now. So like putting all your effort into something that's not long lasting, is probably not the best idea for most people that are really looking to have that steady long-term business. Well, I mean, think about 15 ish years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm trying not to date myself too much, but like, you know, did you ever think that like AIM or MySpace was ever going to go away? Never. I remember when Facebook, yeah, I remember when (laughs) Facebook came out and I was like, what is this (gasps) newfangled technology? I'm not in college to join this. Yeah. And so Instagram is a social media platform and it is kind of like the king of social media platforms right now, I would say for creative businesses because it's very visual, but it is just that. It's a social media platform. It's not everything. Yeah. And I love what you said about that because I think what happens is we do – we're bombarded with all of this information daily, right, mm-hmm. about how we're supposed to do this. We're supposed to do that. We're supposed to use these tools for Instagram. We're supposed to follow these algorithms. We're supposed yeah. to post this number of times a day. And instead of saying – instead of taking a step back and saying, wait, what am what is my end goal for Instagram? We're just following these rules blindly because it's what we're told. So I think it's, it's it's so refreshing to hear you say, "Hey, listen, if this isn't your jam, if you find that you're adding value in a different way on a Facebook post or a blog post or a newsletter or a mm-hmm. workshop or something else, do that because these are all of these other incredible art forms that are not dead to right. us, but we focus all of it. We put all of our eggs in one basket, which is Instagram. Yeah. Because we all understand what an incredible tool it is. Um, But it's one of those things where you really have to look back to what you're trying to achieve here. So like if you want to build your writing skills and you want to build your own space um, that you own, you know, start writing your blog posts, Um, you know, have a local community in your newsletter list that you can actually sell to. Um, all of those things are equally important. It doesn't hurt to have a shotgun approach, especially if you're just starting out, Mm -hmm. but you know, all the hashtags in the world, um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily help me. I know so much goes into the algorithm thoughts about what time you post and Uh how good the content looks and what hashtags you're using and, you know, um, it's don't just, use the same hashtags over right. and over again or you'll get shadow banned. Right. It's like but they're there's like, so oh, but copy and paste things. and always do a full 30, but actually right. do 12. Ugh, right. It's just pouring into a singular space is, you know, it's certainly not where I get my satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I love knowing that there is an audience who reads my emails and is ready to buy. I love that. You know, I think that's more secure to me than anything yes. I post on Instagram. Yes. Because I'm a business and I'm here to make money. It's not yes. just a creative outlet for me. Thank 
I have to make my six figures. That's Uh what makes me Uh comfortable. That's Uh what I'm proud of myself for. That's what I do. And so I can't just pour into how well my post is doing. Um, I have to exercise that community that's ready to actually support Mm -hmm. me as a business owner and not just as a creative. I am obsessed with this because, um, as you all know, I have a love-hate relationship with Instagram, which is mostly hate because it's the worst. But I think it is necessary, right? Yeah, absolutely. So everybody agrees that it's necessary. But you were someone who has a really successful, I would say, Instagram account for all intents and purposes. You have like, you know, 20,000 followers. You have lots of engagement and things like that. So I love the fact that you're kind of calling it out and saying, listen, it's a great tool, but it's not the end-all be-all. Because I, I kind of feel like... Not that this is like, not that Instagram is necessarily, you know, marketed more towards women, but it kind of reminds me how, you know, all of our lives growing up, we're always told we have to do this and we have to fit into this mold and we have to be really polite and we have to be girly, but we have to be tough. We have to do all these other Mm -hmm. things. And it's like Instagram, for me, I think the reason it's so frustrating is because in a way it almost feels like that now, right? As business owners, we're basically told you have to fit all of these different parameters and you have to fit into this box, but then you have to think outside the box and you have to spend all this time on it, but don't be too intentional with it because then people are going to think that you're desperate. It's like... And then tomorrow it's going to change. <clears throat> right. And you, can't, you can never, ever win. Right. So I love that because I also feel like what a lot of people, at least in, in Linny and I's industry, don't think about is the people that I get the most engagement with on some of my posts about weddings are, are my other creative partners that I work with, which yes. I love. I'm so thrilled and I, and I love being able to connect with them in that capacity. But how can I turn that into a tangible, this is making me money, you yes. know, because I, th- those people that are engaging with me, on, with me on Instagram, I'm, I would much rather go out to lunch with them or talk to them in person than right. just kind of read a comment from them. I love engagement with them, but can I say that that's converting that into a sale for me, mm-hmm. converting that into a wedding? No, I really can't. So Again, all of this time and energy that we're putting into this platform that may or may not actually be giving back to our businesses, it's like, it's kind of crazy how much we just are obsessed with it now. Right. Which I think is just fascinating. It yeah, does, I, I mean, that. it just does have an incredible um, ability to sell. I mean, mm-hmm. beyond even how I've been using it, it's just I'm a single business owner. I have Pete's help, you know, part time. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like, I don't need to bring in revenue that I can't provide a product for. Sure. So, you know, I'm not necessarily doing a lot of paid promoted posts because I meet mm-hmm. the demands that I can handle yep. already on my own. I love that. But eventually when you're growing, then yeah, we can talk about, you know, how to use it more expansively. But yep. right now it's like, it's perfect. I've got my, I've got my tight knit group in my newsletter list. Mm-hmm. I've got all of my creative friends on Instagram who are supporting the artwork of it. Yep. Um, and I do have some clients who go on there and most of them use it kind of like a lookbook. It's like, Oh, I mean, I just mm-hmm. told Lenny last week when she came to the studio, someone saw the Fox boy yeah. cookies that I did mm-hmm. for Finn mm-hmm. and they were like, Oh, I want to do the same thing only with T-Rexes Cute. and I want them in a T-Rex costume. Aww. So then we did that and it's, but it, you know, it inspires mm-hmm. future projects sure. and for people to have an album to be able to scroll through Absolutely. to get inspired is invaluable. Yeah. I love that. It's mm-hmm. so much more intuitive to use than a website gallery. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I mean, it's, we're definitely not trying to discount it, but in terms of using it as a singular avenue, depending on what your goals are, it's not the only thing out there to help you generate consistent revenue um, right. or a loyal audience. That's right. perfect. In fact, I don't think 
that is my loyal audience on Instagram. I don't think so. I, I, I agree with you, Rachel. I think most of the people that I interact with, they're my, my peers, you yeah. know, my, my community of friends or people in the industry. And it is interesting. And I think about this a lot. What would I do if I woke up tomorrow on Instagram? Wasn't the thing anymore. Mm-hmm. How would I spend that time? How would I... You know, All spend of that my time marketing other outlets, yeah. right? Like, what would I be doing instead to reach the the right client for me or mm-hmm. the people that I'm trying to advertise for? What yeah. would I do? Yeah. And I think if I actually took that, um, my my little nugget of wisdom there and actually like went with it and ran with it, I think my business would be more successful, right? Just because yeah. it's not going to be here forever. And so now is maybe the time to start focusing on how to reach your people mm-hmm. outside of that. We're just not making yourself crazy over it. I yeah. think I think we we all started out enjoying it for what it was, which is oh, like yeah. fun filters and sharing. Fo- I didn't even know my photos were being shared with people when it first came out. I was just like, cool, Surprise. filtered photos. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, everybody can see that stupid photo that I posted. Oopsies. Um, once it became like a social platform. Right. But, um, I think that it's it's so refreshing for you to kind of come on here and talk about that because it is valuable. We should still obviously be interested in it and dedicating some time and energy, but we shouldn't be making ourselves crazy over it. Um, and you had mentioned earlier um, something called significant slums, which I would mm-hmm. love for you to talk about. Just explain all that whole concept to me. So the significant slums are really where there's an inability for someone to separate the likes and the views and the inter- the engagement that they're getting on Instagram from their own personal value. I think all of us get a little bit tripped up in this. I think some of us are better than others about having that kind of distinction between, oh, I know my self-worth is not rooted in social media. Mm-hmm. But I think it's particularly tricky for business owners because, like for me, I was in marketing and PR for 10 years and then I started a business. Well, when I was in marketing and PR, I was marketing a product that maybe I was passionate about, but it wasn't my baby. Mm-hmm. So I could only be so you know, emotionally involved with the response it got when it was, you know, sent out into the social media world. Right. Now my artwork is my product. Right. You know, and something that I might be really passionate about or maybe I did something philanthropic that I really believe in won't necessarily do well. And it, oh, that can be tough sometimes. It's yeah. hard for me to like mentally distinguish like, oh, nobody cares about what I'm talking about, but it's so important, mm-hmm, you know, or, mm-hmm. well, I oh, I really the loved worst. the way this looked and yeah. it tanked and maybe it was the time of day, right? maybe it was the colors I chose, maybe it was whatever, but I really had to get to a place of being like, what's my mental toughness level before I post? Mm-hmm. If I'm like hovering around a one and a three, cause I've just had a weird morning and I'm making some bad associations and maybe I'm just not in the right mindset, I'm not posting. That's like dynamite to my brain. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's when I'm in that place where it's like, okay, I think this work is solid. I love this photograph. I had so much time taking it. My satisfaction has been earned. Um, I'm going to post it. And then if it tanks, it's still like, okay. I love that. I Sorry think it's for so you important. guys. <laughs> well, I, I think it's interesting too that you say that. We all we all know that feeling, right? When you when you get a when you post something and it like as you said, kind of quote unquote tanks, right? But what I think is something to explore and kind of talk about. Um, popularity is kind of like the name of the game for Instagram mm-hmm. for a lot of people, like influencers and everything else is kind if of you like wanna, the big new thing. Right. If sure. you want to turn a profit. Right. However, I think that, again, depending upon the industry that you're in and depending upon if you're speaking with your own personal voice, 
Yes, numbers are important. So like the the larger your audience, obviously the more likely to make a sale. But right. I would argue like Linny for what you and I do with a service-based industry, which is, you know, we can only take a few, like I can't take more than a handful of weddings every year because it's just beyond my capacity. So numbers are good in terms of reach and like exposing myself to a larger market. However, if there's something that I really love, I want to be able to like post something that I love about. And if I engage with even just one person, that's actually like the meaningful mar- target market that I want to reach, yes. then that's all it takes, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yes, you do want to, of course, expand your reach as far as possible. That's what marketing is about. But I think at the end of the day, when you post something, it's just something to think about when you post something that's really heartfelt and sincere and you don't get as much engagement as you thought, it's, it's, it's easy to kind of get into your own head and think like, oh, that was stupid. I shouldn't post that. But I think it's still important to, to say, you know, and, if you have something to say. And what I'm hearing and what you're saying is you're essentially posting for yourself, which is such a healthy mindset mm-hmm. to be into when you're posting. When you're posting for other people, that's when you get into the yeah. comparison game and the significant slums. And I love that. you're like, mm-hmm. why isn't anybody showing up for me? But if you're yeah. doing it yeah. for yourself, because you know, at the end of the day, this is a reel of your story and yeah. it's yeah. moment of time. Yeah. Nobody can touch that. It doesn't yeah. matter how many likes you have. I can scroll all the way back to when I was Beaumont Bakers and be like, look at that girl thinking that. she took a good picture, uh-huh. you know, and be oh, yeah. proud of her. And, you know, oh, and that's yeah. what it's about really. Yeah. Well, you know, like Field of Dreams, you guys know that movie. Yeah. If you uh-huh. build it, they will um, I mean, I will sob every single time <laughs> if we put it on. But it's funny. So after my call with Kristen this past week, she was like, you need to be more vulnerable. So I, I thought out some things that had kind of stuck with me. And I remember posting these photos that I was so fucking proud of. And I remember it was like crickets. And there was one photo. This is before, um, before I reposted this photo. And I posted this photo the other day. And it was um, a photo from an editorial that I did where I had this big grand idea of doing all rainbow upholstered furniture. I love this post. For the ceremony. (laughs) For the ceremony. And I remember being like, you know what? I've had two people who looked at these, this image and was like, oh, that's just too much. I would love to know. You tell me off air who these names are. <laughs> you will be very surprised. I will tell you. Really? I tell you I'll tell you off Rachel air. Rachel will have like an Aria wait. list. I'm and be like, so she's ready. gunning for you. I'm adding, and it wasn't a bad thing, <laughs> right? They weren't like trying to be like a linear work of shit. They were just mm-hmm. like, this is too much for me. And it's taking me a long time to realize that, you and know what? Like, I see you. I hear you. I see you. I, I hear you. But I'm still proud of this work. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop posting it because it's something that I was really proud of. Mm-hmm. And I may not get the likes that I, I'm hoping for. Yeah. I may not do this, but you know what? This is the best post I've had like all year. I just had a girl reach out to me being like, hey, I love this. Do you come to Maine? Just off of this post <laughs> I love because that. I was awesome. so vulnerable about mm-hmm. why this was so important to me, you know, what those comments, you know, five years ago, if somebody had said that to me, what mm-hmm. that would have done to yeah. my confidence yeah. as a designer. And now I'm just like, I don't really care if you like it. I like right. it. But right, right. you serving yourself well in that yeah. situation yeah. has now got you your audience. Yep. Like right. you're a real exactly. true audience. Exactly. Exactly. Instead of trying to do what everybody else is doing exactly. and getting yes. their clients, you now have someone who's like, mm-hmm. whoa, I love what you're doing. I want to be a right. part of it. And it's yep. not for everybody. And I, I kind of address that in the post, but it's for my people, right? Exactly. Right. And I think it takes a long time to get there. But once you realize that you're not posting just to impress other people when mm-hmm. you post because... I fucking like this. This is something that really kind of was a, a pivotal, um, you know, time for me in my business. Like I'm going to share about that, you know, and, and that journey of mine. And that's something that 
I'm not kidding. It blew up. It was something that I wasn't expecting. I was like, oh, I probably won't, won't get very many mm-hmm. likes on it, and that's okay. But it's something that, like, I'm opening up myself yeah. to it and telling my story, and it people responded, you know, surprisingly well to it. Isn't that, like, it's the, crazy. the funny thing, though? We're so afraid to really show, like, who we are, yes. like, mm-hmm. deep, deep down, like, the nitty-gritty. Yes. And when we do, that's the stuff that... It, that's the stuff that engages the most. Yes. And to think about, not that those people are haters, the ones no, that kind no, of no. commented, but like think about how many times you've been disheartened and someone has said something that's kind of, think about like if Tiffany had taken my opinion to heart, which she, I'm glad she didn't, that <laughs> when I was like, I don't like the name, apparently. I still don't remember saying you that. You just but said I totally... that you, you prefer Sugar Studio, which really, I, I mean, mean, yeah, I mean, that was my, I preferred it too. I was drunk I had... the entire time in Paris, so I don't remember any of that. <laughs> but, but in Paris. But, um, but, but, like, it, she... but it's not an opinion I haven't heard. So, right, right, But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But if every time someone said that to her, she was like, oh, okay, you're right. I'm not going to do mm-hmm. that. She never would have gotten to this amazing place that she's in. So it's just, it, it's, it's, it's such like... a great. Sugar Studio was serving this East Coast audience that uh-huh. I thought I understood mm-hmm. and was a little bit more polished and primed for weddings. Mm-hmm. And and I pulled a Lenny and was like, nope, I'm Sugar X. Uh-huh. I'm a little funky. I'm from California. You can yep. take the girl out of California, but you can't take California out it. of the girl. And now it's like when people come to classes, they're like, where are you from? And I'm like, San Diego, California. And they're like, okay, because the studio does not look like an Uh East Coast studio. Uh It doesn't look like Northern Virginia. Right. So it's just that that. practice of, you know, doing what Lenny did. Be true to yourself. Be true to myself this time. I did it because of you. Oh, yay. We know that. I feel like I have to do something now, too, because you guys are so goddamn inspiring. It is time. Damn. No, I I think this is actually such an incredible episode, though, to to tell people about, though, because we sort of have pulled back the shroud of, like, again, what Instagram is about, what, you know, how much time and energy we put into it, but also just about when we talk, we talk about authenticity all the time, right? We talk about being genuine, Mm -hmm. and everybody kind of gets it, and they're like, yeah, sure, I'm not going to, like, lie. That's what genuine, like, authenticity Right. It's not though. It's really bravely stepping into who you are unashamedly and even though it is scary and probably even more so if it's scary, just just heading headfirst into that moment because that's when you start to realize your power. And I think that so many people kind of do that thing where a lot of people wouldn't do the rebrand. They just kind of stick to where they were and just kind mm-hmm. of stay complacent. It's working. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I was actually talking to a friend of mine the other day, Justin, he's a graphic artist, incredible, incredible artist. Um, and he does like really fun, funky work, like incredible work. Mm. Um, and I love his artwork. And and I noticed he did a brand for a company in Baltimore the other day. And I was like, hey, when I do my rebrand stuff, can you make me a logo? And again, he does like comic art and not something you would ever think of as wedding related. He was actually a friend of mine from when I used to rock climb or I used to pretend I'd rock climb and just kind of sit around and talk and drink. But, um, I was like, can you do this? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. And I just had this light bulb moment go off where it's like, I don't have to just stick to a wedding vendor to do a wedding rebrand because I'm so much more than that. And, you know, I myself, consider myself not a normal wedding planner. I also, consider myself just knowing outside. you like adventure is so a part of your ethos. Yeah. I mean, like there has to be an element of ex- exploration right. in what you do. Right. So the monotony of doing the same thing over and over and over oh. will never satisfy no. you. So God, some, no. you know, so something that kind of visually um, attracts unexpectedness 
makes so much sense. Damn, it, it just inspired me right, right now. It's just right like in when this Lenny moment. was talking about it. It's like, this makes complete <laughs> sense. The minute you throw up that new logo, I'm going to be like, that's so, so Rachel. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's let's throw some yeah some different things at her. I'm so ready. Yeah. And, and I think that like now I'm all, I mean, you guys are all so goddamn inspiring, but like seriously sitting here and listening to you talk about, because I've talked to you through kind of some of this, the, yeah. the process of this too, but Hearing We're now friends that, in real life. I know. I know, you guys. She actually does hang out with me outside of the podcast sometimes. It's amazing. Um, but like hearing when you were in the process of it and it was scary is one oh, thing. Yeah. And then now to hear it now where it's just this incredibly beautiful thing that's blossomed. And of course it has. But to hear the success story behind it is so empowering and it's so nice and it's it's I feel like hopefully it kind of inspires other people to take charge of those decisions too and say you know what I'm not gonna wait anymore I'm gonna do the crazy scary thing it's so funny because it's almost like the illusion of fear when you're sitting in that spot and you're like okay I've been this for two years this is what people know me as um I don't know if I can change it no one's gonna want to book with me anymore um it's kind of this illusion of fear it's kind of just like all your own worst thoughts and none of them are original right anybody who's ever had to change their name worries about the return if you change it what's the drop off Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff that's just smart you can't be mad at yourself for having those thoughts necessarily but you actually really minimize the amount of failure you can achieve if you're defining failure correctly because if you're doing like even if I launched Sugar X and it had tanked and everyone was like well, now it looks like a brand for five-year-old parties. You know, forget about it, which right. it does kind of. No, it doesn't. Um, oh, my God. No, it does not at all. Um, you know, I still would have felt super proud of myself for just having the balls to change it right. and to go out there with it and be Absolutely. like, hey, guys, you know all those orders I fulfilled for you as other brands? Um, this one's me, though. Yeah. You know, this is the one I care about. I'm going to show up differently for you now. Absolutely. And I just don't know how you can even expect failure when you're doing that. Yeah. Um, I, I certainly haven't had any. The business has doubled my revenue. I mean, we're only two months really into the year. But January on last year to January this year, it didn't hurt me at all. In Amazing. fact, it only helped. So it's like you're actually minimizing your margin yeah. for failure. Your risk. Yeah. yeah, depending on how you view it. Right. Even if nobody had loved it. You know what? But I, I, I think that though taking that risk when someone has a, I, it's it's hilarious that you're on this episode today because I literally was texting my friend Alex this morning um, about the retreat we we're talking about earlier, oh, yeah. which we'll get into more <laughs> after we do it. Um, but I was like, I texted her and I was like, why are people so complacent and so comfortable living small lives because she does not live a small life she's like this incredibly talented boudoir photographer she travels all the time she has like five rescue dogs she's literally found on the side of the road like she does not live a small life at all and I I pride myself in not living a small life either although there's certainly moments that I have just like anybody else but um I was talking about this she was like I don't know it's crazy though and I it's it kind of goes along with that like squandered talent you know that mm-hmm. there's so many people out there that have these incredible ideas and amazing talent but they're scared because yeah. it is scary to be vulnerable or, and take that step. worse off, they think it's not worthwhile yes. because the audience isn't there right now. Right. And I hate that. Yeah. So I have this incredibly talented friend who's also a cookie decorator. Jared, shout out to Sugar Baked. He's amazing. Um, he just started a YouTube channel. And I sent him a little message just kind of like encouraging him, congratulating him for starting this new thing. And he was like, oh, you know, thanks. <laughs> and he was like, it's still pretty small. I only have like one video up, you know, all the all the things you say mm-hmm. to yourself. We can probably all relate to that voice. 
And I was just like, this is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like don't. And he's like, you know, it's really hard for me because time is so important. And I know we lead such busy lives. Mm-hmm. It, you know, if there's no fruit at the end of the day for something you're doing, we can be pretty cutthroat about what we decide to stop doing. Yes. But this is so in line with his goals and it makes so much sense for him that it's like, don't be afraid of slow growth and do not be afraid to pour into something before the audience shows up because that that is, that's where you're going to learn all the meat. That's where you're going to sharpen your skills. Do it quietly. Do it in the dark. That's, I prefer to do it Mm -hmm, that way, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like when you show up, you're like, who's this, you know, new cookie decorator? And you're like, I've been here five years. Yep. Like, (laughs) yep, exactly. Getting better and better and better. And so I kind of just told him this analogy of like, it's like cleaning the house, you know, just to be ready for when people show up, yeah. you know, like not that. being caught down, not being caught with a dirty house. It's like mm-hmm. drunk Martha style. I love it. Coming for you guys. I'm obsessed <laughs> with that. I really am. I think that's such, that's so incredible. The whole, if you build it, they will come thing. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a market for most of the stuff that's out there. That's really popular right, right. now. You right. know, like all the social media platforms, TikTok and everything else, like there wasn't a market for that until it was invented. And then yeah. all the people shut up like, mm-hmm. that's really cool. So I think that's also fantastic to – that's just a really good kind of philosophy to end on. Like, Yeah, don't discount build, your potential audience. Yeah, yeah. Build, build the market. If it doesn't exist, that's right. even better because yeah. then you're creating it. So Absolutely. Exactly. That's amazing. Tiffany, you're amazing. <gasps> You're so nice. Seriously. I mean, (laughs) this is actually an episode where I feel like we had a lot of topics that we wanted to discuss with you, but you kind of brought up so many really just incredible things that we haven't really thought about and um, really just kind of thinking outside the box ideas and concepts that I think are really going to be beneficial for people. Absolutely. I mean, I'm already like, I'm already thinking about my... I know. I'm like, damn. I have all this energy now. I came in here, I was like, forget it. I literally just walked by it. I was just like, I just sat down in the chair and ate a taco and I was like... Oh my god! I didn't even like say hello to, to, to Jeff yet. I'm sorry, and now I feel so alive. See, that's what happens just hanging out with you for an hour. It's amazing. I'm a pretty big cheerleader for. You're amazing. It's true. For you are. Everyone. You're, You're very supportive. The best sunshine. But I'm not the cheerleader that just shows up when you win the game. I'm there when you show up. For You're practice. there the whole time. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. I know. You're the best. I think it's so important. The practice is the hardest part. Yeah. You know, gearing right. yourself for the game. That's like, that's different. You're incredible. Well, we love you guys. We love you. Um, and we would love to end this segment because we had so just jam-packed with so much great content in this one. Um, we'd, we'd love to end on something a little bit more fun and a little bit more... A newer segment we're introducing I'm called Oldies But Goodies. Oh, man. I can't wait till we have like a sound bite for that. It's going to be Oldies great. But Goodies. So We need a jingle. This is something mm-hmm. I ask people a lot because I am weirdly attracted to a lot of people that are much older oh, than same, I am same. because... I fell in love with them in like films when they were like my age, right? Oh, I'm not. I'm just like the older dudes. Or just, I love just the older dudes too. A little salt and pepper. <laughs> so Rachel and I and, <laughs> and Megan, we were Sign planning out like Instagram content for us. And I was like, can we start adding pictures of like really hot old people? So that's where Oldies But Goodies was born. So Tiffany, is there somebody that you are super attracted to that is this is like now celebrity older. actor maybe so, it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be celebrity but a celebrity actor is perfect okay. that's probably the easiest pot to reach yeah into. i think so um paul rudd would oh, be yeah. my celebrity oh, crush Hubba. but yeah. the thing is, i feel Hubba. almost like that's not a good answer because paul rudd still looks the he way like he is did cheating time <laughs> everyone talks about j-lo but we should all be talking about paul rudd oh, <laughs> oh my god because he just does yeah. not age yeah he, well he's he's 50 years old he was born April 6th, 1969. 
Ew. Ew. <laughs> um, literally, there's a photo of him. Actually, I just I just Googled his image, and it's him side by side, 1995 to 2018. That's what I was like, talking about. Yeah, he he's looks, great. He looks better. better now. Yeah, I feel like it's just crazy. 95 is like a child, and that feels creepy to me. But From like, clueless. From clueless. Now, mm-hmm. he's just like, Can we talk oh. about how old that movie is now? Don't you dare. <laughs> Wait, how old Don't is it? you when dare. It it's 1995, right? No, no, 1995. 95. It's over 20 years now. Oh, that's now. what I meant. 1995, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I was alive when that came yeah, out. Don't you trick <laughs> Sorry. me. Sorry. I'm Don't really bad with numbers. Me. That was the first time I saw him, and that was it. And that was he it. He was so cute. Oh, Josh. 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 Paul Rudd. What was your favorite Paul Rudd character in any movie? Oh, oh that's so tough. That's a great question. Ooh. I definitely love him in Clueless. I think I really... I don't know. I like him in I Love You, Man, a lot. Yeah. That's good. Give him that movie, too. Um, that was a great one. And then, of course, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, how the turntables yeah. have turned. I, yeah. Which is what we <laughs> quoted today. Yeah. I was going to say, I just said that the other day. Um, yeah. Oh, he's so great. So okay. are you guys going to share yours? I can't be the only one. Uh, no, I love Paul Rudd. I feel I like, like we Paul can Rudd all too. unanimously. Okay. I think maybe we should just, like, if, if any of us disagree, then someone has to come up with a better one. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have mine, but I want to maybe, like, I could spend all day talking about mine. I actually have a couple. But Paul Rudd's a good place to start. I love him. I loved him. Oh, this is 40 was really good, too. I like him in that and mm. knocked up. He's good in there. I liked him in most I loved him I liked I, in the I, most he, everything. Yes. Him in, in Anchorman for me, just because yes. it's such a classic, because I love Anchorman so wholeheartedly. 60% mm. of the time, it, it works. works. 100%. Um, that's what it is. All the time or every time? Yeah. <laughs> every time, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so good. So, Plus, so good. Yeah, he really doesn't, he like, is beautiful. Did you see there's um, a video that just came up? On the internet of him, and I guess he was at like a club in LA, and he was shit faced, just dancing no. in the back, drinking. Have you seen it? It was literally from like two days ago. What? Oh my god! Yeah, I think like TMZ released it. Not that I pay attention to TMZ, but like I'm you gonna... just you just see him like dancing with himself with like a beer in his hand um, at a club. That sounds like a dream. That it I've was had. really cute. Hopefully, I'll dream of that tonight because that sounds amazing. Oh, drunk Paul Rudd in nightclub celebrating. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so cute. He's adorable. <gasps> Obsessed. Good, good, good one, call. Tiffany. I mean, he yeah. might be like skirting the line of being old because we're not that far off from yeah, 50 which is scary 50 is not never mind 50 is the new gonna, 30 <laughs> we're, we're not gonna we're gonna just shut that book right there but that's fair Tiff, if yes. our listeners want to hear more from you or they want to follow you or hear about workshops or do all of the things how can they find you so the main hub is sugarx.com um, that's the website, so you can figure out, Beautiful you know, if you want to, you know, figure out what our pricing is, or put a custom order in, or see our class schedule, or any of that's from the website. Um, social media, hey Sugar X, hey Sugar X, love that. That's my, <laughs> that's my handle. Um, and then if you want to do classes, which are so fun, I just had one this last, the Sunday before Valentine's Day week. Was so fun. Um, I strongly suggest you join the newsletter because I release a private link 24 hours before I release it to social media and the interwebs so that you can grab a seat before anybody else. It's just rewarding that. you guys. Ooh, yeah. So Get on that excited. newsletter. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. You awesome. guys should come to class. Can you oh, make 100%. a Paul Rudd cookie? 
I oh would love to make a Paul. <gasps> so I told you that my friend Nar gave me a, a Paul Rudd coloring book. I love book it. Because oh. she randomly found it my at this gosh. gift shop and she was like, you have to have this. Obviously. I want to do like a, a set of like cookies. Anchorman cookies. <gasps> so quotable. So, yeah. quotable. so quotable. You could do the, all the guys from Anchorman and the quotes. The burrito. Yeah. And Baxter. It would oh be gosh, so hard man. to pick a quote for each character because there's it so really many. It really would be. That and Wedding Crashers too. Oh yeah, that's good. Do you just do like a toaster with man is in it <laughs> yes yes I mean, Steve Carell I mean he's he's one on my list Steve Carell is on my oldies oh my god oh yeah okay, are now, you kidding current okay. day current Steve Carell he's so I haven't hot seen okay, he's like on. a silver fox hold please because before like as Michael Scott and everything else you're just kind of like mm, so cringy mm, yeah. and now you're like what what how dare you? So when he started getting into like the more like, I mean, I guess they were kind of comedic, but like Dan in real life and um, yeah. Crazy Stupid okay. Love. I love him. He's so hot now. So fine. He's so Also, fine. let's just like, not underestimate the power of a sense of humor. Yes. Like, a sense of humor. Totally true. Pretty much little, everyone in my list would listen. probably be someone who's known for being funny. Can I see I, him, please? The list of for me is like sense Ugh. of humor, glasses, sexy and ass dad, salt and pepper hair. <laughs> sexy ass therapist. Yeah. Someone psychoanalyzing this. I would tell right him. Listen. I would tell him all my secrets. Psychoanalyze the shit out of me. I would totally be like in, uh, what was it, in in You, where she's with John Stamos. Oh, hot John Stamos. There's hot another John one. Stamos. I mean, I'm telling you, we're gonna have always been dreamy. That's true, but he's dreamier now. All right. Well, we've got three. I need to no, we've got Google three. all yeah. these people. I should have brought my phone. Oh my god! You don't know who John Stamos is? No, 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 no. I know who he is, but I mean, what he current looks current like day. now. He's yeah. beautiful. He looks. I mean, I've got Full House version still, in my brain. Still, Uncle Jesse. Yeah. Also, exactly the same. Also, yeah. one hundred. Let me see if I could. I are, is this him now? I think this. Hold on. Let me just make sure this isn't like because this literally another one that doesn't age. Literally, literally, this is him in 2019. It's uh, it's Uncle Jesse. It's the oh, same exact. Ex- he looks. Let me see that bad boy. Yeah. Oh, oh John Stamos. Just like a little bit of silver, like by his temple. Wait, sorry, who is he? God, <laughs> is he married? Amen. I love it. He's 56. Oh my God, mm. I would. Mm. Mm. <sighs> Anyways, it's getting really hot in here now, so <laughs> we should open the windows, open the doors. I'm still looking at John Stamos photos, so. Just we love you guys. Thanks for guys. tuning in. If you want to follow along with us, you can find us on Instagram, f.up.successes. Yes. Find us on Gmail, the Google Mail. Mm-hmm. It's f.upsuccesses at gmail.com. On Facebook, we're just f.upsuccesses. Mm-hmm. YouTube, we're on there too. Mm-hmm. Make sure to subscribe. Please, if you love us, rate, subscribe, share, review, share. Share with all with of your loved ones. Only if they look like hot John Stamos. Oh, my God. If you hot know Paul Rudd, John Stamos, Paul Rudd or Steve Carell, or people that look like them that want to come they on the podcast. That's fine. That's great. Bring them on. We'll, we'll get some snacks for them. We don't I, even give them snacks. They I'm not are saying, the snacks. Oh, I was going to make a joke about that too, but yes. We're on the same page. Yes, we got it. We got it. I love it. We love you guys. Tiff, we love you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for you are me. an this absolute awesome. amazing dream. I can't wait to eat tacos with you again soon. Like in five minutes. Yes. I love it. I love it. Yay. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye.